What up, what up? What's poppin', bro? Let's go, Let's man. Go, Episode man. 149, people. We back in here. Welcome back, everybody, to the Carbon Footprint Podcast. Here's Juan and I'm Sean, and every week we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things, making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Hit him with the drink of the day. Woof. Dude, I, I had to get back in my uh in my bag, on my old fashioned bag. And mm. uh this is the first time I've done it with this though, man. Bro. Um whew. this one here. This shit slaps, bro. So I, I this, I'm telling you, I'm opening a cocktail. My retirement plan is to open a <laughs> cocktail parlor. It's just gonna be old fashioned. Like just variations on an old fashioned. <laughs> but uh so we did an old fashioned this week, and it's uh it's I'm, I'm gonna call it an amaretto maple old fashioned. Cause uh, good. yeah, it's uh, because so it got amaretto it got and, maple. and maple. There's, there's no creativity <laughs> in the name at all. <laughs> we keep it simple, people. <laughs> keep it simple, simple drink, simple name. Uh, but this shit is delicious, man. Uh, so traditional old fashioned, but replacing a couple things, I guess, basically. So start off with half a shot of amaretto. Uh, this week instead of like disarono is normally like the go-to amaretto. Did this uh, Trave Classic. Uh, this caught my eye just because it's made by the same distillers that make um, Jim Beam and and a couple of other bourbons. I think they make Basil Aiden and that sort of thing. So uh, same distillery. I never tried uh, different amaretto before. So they're it's not they're, they're expanding get. their repertoire. Yeah. So I'm like, I try. It. Seems fine. Like uh, uh, I didn't notice a big like drop off from Disarono. No, it was good. Yeah, it was good. And then uh, Buffalo Trace, man. So 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 Buffalo Trace. So half a shot of amaretto, half a shot. Oh, so half an ounce of amaretto, half an ounce of maple syrup. Uh, inside of a, a a mixing glass filled with ice, a shot of the Buffalo Trace bourbon. Um, Which is always delicious. Always, man. It, it's Buffalo Trace always slaps, man. And then um, just Angostura bitters, man. Regular Angostura bitters. Threw about three, four dashes in there and um, mixed it up. The bada bing. Yep. Poured in a glass with ice, threw in that bada bing cherry. And uh, yeah, there you have it, man. It's pretty simple. So no, no simple syrup. I replaced it with the maple syrup. Yep. And then added another liqueur with the amaretto, and it is, uh, it is fire. This yeah, man. Nice. And and when you made this, I was like, oh, this is very like it's not reminiscent, but you know, we've done Saint Germain's instead of the amaretto. We've done the Saint Germain's. Um, no, no maple syrup. Um, and that one is really good too. So when you, when I saw that, when I, when, when you told me that amaretto, I was like that, that almond flavor, like that's going to be really good. And it, and it is. So if you, if you guys, if you like old fashioned or if you, even if you don't and you're, you know, sort of will, willing to like, if, if the, if the liquor flavor doesn't bother you, cause some folks don't like to taste the liquor. Right. This is really good, man. So yeah, like if you're not if you're like a a, a trying to break yourself into like maybe an old fashioned, right. like this might be the way to do it, man. Like you said, this or the Saint Germain one, like something sweet. Yep. Like yeah, man. It's, yeah, this one is this one's on point. This is good, man. I'm I, I surprised myself. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, damn, it's another old fashioned. I'm gonna have to make like another variation. I get that, which is cool because it keeps them interesting. I love old fashions, obviously, but like one of the things I really like about it is that you can take like good bourbons, like the Buffalo Trace. And still really appreciate them because it's so minimal in the other ingredients that you don't like water it down. Yep. And you can still get an appreciation for like, oh, that's a really good whiskey or a good bourbon. And then, you know, like mix it up with a, with a couple, like just minimal things like maple syrup instead of simple syrup or just throwing in an amaretto. Like you said, we've done it with the um, with the Saint Germain, but even like um, control and that sort of thing, like throwing it in there, man. It always like they're always good. Like it's just always slaps, man. I'll yeah, man. Absolutely. I love good old fashioned. So man. try it out, people on yeah, the yeah. on on the heels of Father's Day. Um, get you a little, get you a little old fashioned. All right, bro. Hit him with the carbon footprint. What you got? Yo, my carbon footprint is my novella of the week, bro. This <laughs> shit got me. <laughs> and listen, it's making an impact. I don't know if this is gonna have global impact. Maybe it will, but this is gonna have an impact on me, damn it. Because I have been all in on this whole missing submarine submersible thing. Where it's as like captivated me for the last like three days. Like I've been reading everything and watching every video and every news clip. Like I am so sucked into the story. I have story. not been interested. So, so I've, I've read uh, uh, like a, maybe one or two articles on it, but I'm not interested. So I gotta I gotta hear why this is so. Bro, I don't know why. Like, I'm just <laughs> this is my OJ Bronco chase or like my Casey Anthony trial. Like you know how people are sucked into like watching court cases yes. or like the Johnny Depp trial and all that stuff. I have been keeping up with updates of this thing, bro, like obsessively. Okay, so what happened? 
Okay, so so for those that don't know, like uh, what happened was there's a submersible vehicle, this company called like uh, Ocean One or something. It really doesn't matter, but One Gate Ocean, some something. Anyway, this company does is they offer these excursions. Okay, on, and these submersible vehicles, and the difference between a submersible and a submarine is like a submarine can leave from say port on its own power and make it back. Like it, it has its own communication systems, own fuel source, on everything. So and you can like maneuver submarine. A submersible vehicle has like a mothership, so like a giant boat drives out to the middle of the ocean it drops this vehicle but okay. the vehicle's using this like mothership as like a form of communication so it's almost gotcha. like tethered to it or whatever it is so like to an extent but it uses this vehicle for like communication and all that so it's like and where is this this thing is going on an excursion to the titanic and where is but where um off the coast of newfoundland maybe you know a few hundred miles uh from cape cod massachusetts like i think it leaves from cape cod this particular oh, okay. excursion but the titanic is a few the closest i think land from it is newfoundland nova scotia like canada okay uh so like up in that region um but this so, thing so you talk, you're talking about like 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 northern east coast u.s yes okay yep yep, yep. so freezing waters you know okay. uh, already up there and then the what the this is a company that offers these excursions and and it's done it a couple times i think since 2021 they've been offering these trips and they've done a handful of them um but it, it's a really simple vehicle bro it's literally a tube um with it uses and no bullshit it uses like a playstation controller and it's it's a logitech controller like a pc really? video gaming controller to control it like literally up down left right um a couple so, of monitors inside but but so 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 somebody has this controller inside of the vehicle mm -hmm. okay and then there's a couple of monitors that have cameras out around the vehicle that you can see so it's not even like you're looking out of a window okay and then there's one window on this thing like a port window Yep. I'm assuming that's for like pressurized reasons or whatever. That's all you can get. So you're so they're offering this trip and it's down to the site of the Titanic. Okay. So the idea is you get to go down there and you get to see the Titanic. And this company has been doing this. It's 250k per person to do this. Whoa, 250 yeah. thousand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Per American dollars per person to do this trip. So these people paid that, 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 that's a quarter not, million dollars a dollar. That's not Bahamian. That's not Bahamian dollars. <laughs> nope. It is 250k US. Yeah. 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 Dollars to do How this. How much is it? I mean, isn't this comparable to going to space? Yeah, about, on with, with on like, those with, with like, like Virgin, like Origin or like Virgin yeah, yeah, Galactic. Yeah yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. And in fact, one of the guys that's on it right now has done the space thing too. So he did that and, then he and did he's this. done this now. Or he's done like a couple. I think he's done the space thing more than once or this more than and once. And now like, he's dead? Uh, he's going to be uh, by Thursday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> by the time you hear this pot, he'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the news, folks. Listen, maybe, maybe it didn't happen. All they have, if they really wanted to find this, they're not going to find it. Like, they're never going to find it. But if they did want to find it, you just got to tell some Latina who's looking for her boyfriend that he's down there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find him. Me owe me money. <laughs> he's down there with that other bitch. Like, you know, Carlos, you owe your child support? <laughs> I heard that motherfucker left off the coast of Newfoundland. <laughs> this shit will be back in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> But dude, so people are paying and you go to the wreckage of the Titanic and it's and it's sort of dubbed as a exploratory mission because we don't know a lot. There's only so many. And this is what's made me like so fascinated with this. First of all, there's been more people that have been into outer space that have been to this wreckage, not only the wreckage of the Titanic, but even this deep in the ocean. Period. period right. Like we know more about the surface of the moon than we know about the bottom of the ocean. Right. Like, which is really odd of why we haven't so explored, strange. but maybe there's other implications. Yeah. And as this thing has gone on, it's made you realize more and more like how little we can do inside the ocean, how little right. we know, how little, because to put it in perspective, this thing is about the size of a minivan. Okay. So not very big. If it's about five people inside, there's no seats. They're literally sitting on the floor of this thing. Okay. Um, so it's it's a you're looking for something the size of a minivan in the middle of the ocean, potentially at the bottom of it, two miles down. So it's thirteen thousand feet. So no, it's more. It's significantly more than two miles out. Whatever. So I yeah. guess where, where so wherever they're at is approximately two miles down, or is that they don't is, know? Is that, is that that's, right? that's no. It's probably more. But the Titanic is thirteen thousand five hundred feet below the ocean, uh, uh, or beneath the water. Yeah. So or the, beneath the surface. So it's like. Yeah, something like that. 13,500 feet. If I'm two, not wrong. two and a half miles. So that's two and a half miles? Yeah. Okay. So two and a half miles. So it's two and a half miles down, um, which 
to my surprise, I'm thinking like, okay, you find this thing where you wedge really it back up. Far, bro. It's far, bro. You ever think about how you drive two miles in a straight line and how I'm far that is going I'm thinking about because you know, you know what's funny is that like, so from my house to like the end of like, so I say, I say like, like the main street is approximately a mile. I could not imagine two and a half times that going down in the water. Yeah. Like no fucking It's way. like the pressure is, abs- but dude, just first of all, the the submarine with the like the lowest depth only goes down about a quarter of that. So like, so like this is, oh, is that right? yeah, so submarines don't, I'm, I'm thinking like, oh, just send a regular submarine to mm. go find it. Regular submarines go down like 4,000, 5,000 feet, something like that. So about a mile, maybe, not even. They make it about yeah, something like that. Then there's, so, so a regular submarine can't get it. So now they're like, okay, we have to locate this thing. If we find it, there's only so many things you could do to get it back up. Because you're like, what do you send a, you have to send a wench. And then there's like a couple of like exploratory. So last year, the year before, there was a team of, of researchers that actually did get down and took tons of photos of the Titanic. And they have these like little vessels and remote controlled things that they can use. Okay. And they had wenches designed because they can pick up stuff and do that. And then that team was volunteering to go. I, last I heard they were trying to get approval, but couldn't, um, all this stuff. But that team was like, we're the only thing in the world that has like a wench that can pull something up from that debt and all that stuff. Like if you find this thing, like let's say it made it to the Titanic. So right now we don't know what happened to it, but let's say it made it or even halfway down there. There's nothing, even if you went, oh, there it is. There's no way to get it back up. So it's like, you're just, you're looking for it at this point. And then you have to come up with a plan of how do you get it up if you can. And so these guys are volunteering to do that. But it just made me like think of all these things of like, holy shit, bro. Like you can't get that back up. Like if you found it, like, I don't know why I just assumed that our submarines were like this deep on the ocean floor anyway. Right. And it was like, nope, we don't have that. Like I thought surely the, the military does like, nope, there. So there's all these like militaries around the world that are volunteering their ships and planes and, and their sub vehicles and their kind of thing to like in the, in the search effort. But there's a couple of things that they're hoping, like they might find this thing floating, which is like their hope. Like, Hey, it, it has all these, it has seven, is that seven to eight different mechanisms, like emergency things in place that will basically make this vehicle go back up to the surface. And that includes like dropping um, the sandbags, dropping some parts that it has on it. One of them works even if everyone is unconscious, it's on a timer. So if something doesn't set it off or doesn't start to surface, it automatically surfaces itself with like a balloon or some shit like that. So it could do that. The other part is this thing could have lost pressure and imploded and there's just parts of people and the thing everywhere. Like we don't know that. Well, yeah, right. At yeah. that at that depth, at that right? De- it would no, just crush. It would crack, it would crush you. Yeah, like it was but though, there's something like a thousand or two thousand feet. If you took a wine bottle down, the cork would get sucked into the bottle before it then just exploded. Like the amount of pressure in this like <laughs> chemical. Bruh. Dude, so can you imagine? So these people paid for this excursion because it's dubbed as like a research mission slash like you're an explorer. And right. and and the waiver, you know, says as much as like, yo, this isn't a tourist attraction. This is like, and, and I forget, like, of course, all these things are coming out now because again, it's a janky little tube that you're sitting in. It's a janky little controller. It's like, like a regular computer. The parts are like from RVs and stuff like that. Like it's not the sophisticated vehicle. <laughs> it hasn't, and there's all these things that come out now where it hasn't been sanctioned by anybody right. like that, that sort of deals with this underwater stuff. The waiver that you signed that say mentions death like eight times on the first page or something crazy like that, like three or, or, or eight, three to eight times, something in the, in the document or in the first page that you could die, which you remember when we went skydiving and every other word was like, complete the death. <laughs> Dude, and matter of fact, I remember that the time that we actually looked at each other and, and we, I remember we asked the lady that was there and it was like, when was your last accident? And she said, we've never had one. And we looked at each other and we're like, well, I guess they're due. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, fuck, I was hoping you said last week. (laughs) Yep. Because you guys would be on point. You guys would be on point. I was like, damn, that means mathematically. (laughs) You guys are stupid. Yo, remember then the people looked at us like, we're in the room signing and we're (laughs) laughing. (laughs) Because that's how fucked up we are. (laughs) There's people laughing and they look up at it. They're signing their waiver like, motherfucker for real. (laughs) But you do that to do this thing. And of course, everyone on it is is uh, they're rich, right? There's a couple billionaires on it. And I wonder if if that's why like different parts of the world are are going, oh yeah, use our shit. We'll, we'll help. Yeah, use do this, you think that's that. it? Like do you does that happen it? if it's if it's like you and me? <laughs> yeah, right. 
Yeah, interesting, right? Like I don't know. Probably not. I, I wonder if I wonder if it's the 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 influence of money that has caused other entities to go oh like we'll help we'll help we'll help or is it out of the goodness of their heart yeah yeah because i know like 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 the french military has volunteered because they know like hey they have i guess this technology or these subs that do certain things that they're like hey we can go like help with the search for this and like everyone has sort of volunteered different parts that they have that they're like experts in i guess um but no you're right and it's funny that was one of the things like the rabbit holes that i was thinking about during this whole thing was like okay there's five people on this thing four of them so one is a pilot works for the company whatever i think one of them is a ceo of the company maybe um so one is ceo one's a pilot and then it's like this and three super other rich, people and three other people the super rich billionaire guy his son and then uh hamish harding is the only name that i recognize he's like this british billionaire i think both of them are british but um Hamish Harding is like uh, uh some British billionaire. I forget how he made his money. It's like in something in aero in, in aviation. But okay. um they're down there. So it's like, okay, you're looking for this if it's like a bunch of us. And then the other part of me is like, I know this is gonna sound fucking cold, but it's like, do you? Should you? Do you take the the power, the resources, the time of multiple military um and not only military but private like the company itself is using other private like ocean rescue you know deep water rescue companies yep. and all kinds of shit to like try to get this resolved like you know that's a lot of time and money and whatever and you hate to put a price on someone's life but you know there is the question of like you know do you do this for just anybody yeah no and and i think the answer is probably no um i did read an article about this where they said that there was something like every so often, I don't know if it was every 30 minutes or every hour, they were hearing like a banging. Yeah, the banging coming. Have you heard that? Yeah, okay, okay, okay. yeah, yeah. So they think it's banging coming from the thing, which means like maybe inside of it, they're literally just banging on the walls of it. Right. Because probably the the, the owner of the thing know like, hey, sonar, or if they're looking for us, we have to, if they don't have a, a way to signal, then this thing would be able, they, like they would pick up the sound. So it's like every 30 minutes, or maybe they're all taking turns just banging right. on the wall. Dude, if you're down there, Right, and you're going, dark. yo. Right, so we're we're gonna bang because they, we hope that they find us. Fuck, at some point you lose oxygen. Yeah, they have. I think till tomorrow afternoon, so Thursday, oh, is this that is right? Wednesday night. They, based on calculations, they had about four to five days of oxygen with five people on board. It left that's the, that, Sunday. And, and that's going if these instruments are still working. Correct. That's assuming it didn't implode. That's assuming everything's still Fuck, working. Man. That's assu There's a lot of like what is because so the you distress figure... signal, they got something faint of a distress signal that they're just now saying like, hey, we got, it looked like it attempted to send a distress signal. So someone communicated and know it broke. But the other part is like, hey, maybe all the fail safes worked and this thing is just bobbing on top of the ocean somewhere. We just have to find it. Like that's a possibility. But- if that's the case, they can't open it. It can only be opened from the outside. So can you imagine if you make it to the surface oh, and it's bobbing and they and don't you run find you, you're going to suffocate to death. Get the fuck out of here. So you it's can't like, break a window? You can't break a window. It's too thick. It's too thick. <laughs> you figure like there's got to be a... A fail safe to bust it open. I would think so, man. Or there will be now. <laughs> but then I guess there's the thing of like, you know, some lunatic down there ends up you know, pulling that whatever safety switch at some point in time. But yeah, how crazy. Okay, so who are you actually giving the carbon footprint to? Just this whole fucking <laughs> scenario. <laughs> Probably in advance to Mark Wahlberg, because if they find these people, you know the movie's going to feature Mark Wahlberg in this fucking thing banging against us. <laughs> the whole time he's yelling at It'll the It'll be Transformers action. Part 7. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bumblebee goes and finds <laughs> the fucking the toilet paper tube thing and just yanks it up bro it's just so fascinating like the the it's, so like okay going i think what i didn't realize like what we were touching on earlier that our military didn't have this capability so if i'm the rest of the world like all these countries and yep. it's military i'm going wow what a okay either a everybody's being coy about the shit they have because it is just five people they're like fuck them or B, there's an opportunity here because no one can get down this far. Do you start to immediately go, hey, guys, fuck this whole space satellite thing. We need to start working on subs and defense mechanisms and attack mechanisms, anything military that can get Whoever this gets deep deeper. in the ocean. Right. Yeah, because you go like, yo, presumably you could be down there. You could. I know we have nuclear subs that launch nuclear um, um, weapons from the, you know, like the middle of the ocean, but it's like those are not even a mile down. 
So it's yeah, like, man, I wish I could call on. I, I have a I have a friend of mine that 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 would actually. Um, served in the Navy and worked on nuclear cells. I'm gonna get some information from him. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah. Cool that's fuck. gotta be fucking Dude, crazy. That, there was a a a um a guy who served in uh, like a Navy sub like that that was on one of these things that I was watching, and he served 500 days underwater. I can't even begin to fathom what that's like. Like the the stir craziness of being underwater for that long. And now was it consecutive? I wonder if it matters. His bro. career. Yeah, I wonder if it matters. And again, I would like to talk to, to to talk to those guys, right? And 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 to see if I wonder if it matters, man. I wonder if it's like because again, it's like you you still work a shift, you still go to sleep, you still wake up, you still go to chow, you still like you 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 know. And I will say the the military is really good at at structure, and so I would imagine again, I have not experienced this, but I would imagine even being on the sub, you are working a shift. You are going to sleep. You're waking up at a certain time. You're going to chow. So while you're not seeing the sunlight, perhaps you're still on. A, you're still on a schedule. That's gotta be just. Uh, but it has to be nuts. Because like to me, I'm so fascinated. I know he by liked ocean. it. The guy I'm talking about, I know he liked it. Yeah. yeah. Like, cause I'm so fascinated by like the ocean and that sort of thing. But I don't have like. Like the Titanic thing does like interest me, not necessarily just the Titanic, but that whole deep sea, like exploring things like that. Not to that extent. Like I wouldn't risk my life for it. Right. Like if it was Dude, a cool. I don't want to be in the ocean where it's dark. You see, I don't want to be in the ocean where it's dark by myself on like scuba diving. Right. Like, but I am fascinated by life because again, like we know so little about the, like, I wonder how much shit. Do you, I want to watch it on TV. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't mind that either, but it, it, but it is fascinating to me. Like just how little we know about it and then bro i started going down this whole rabbit hole of like yo what happened to like you know how there were dinosaurs that lived underwater like in this time right or you go why the fuck would they have died right like if we're saying it was a oh, meteor attack right, and the right. thing like maybe you know whatever i but then you go what the fuck is down there like you go miles down so this is this is two miles down they're saying there's parts of the ocean that are even like significantly deeper than this right oh, like yeah. what is living down there that has never surfaced because it can't or won't, or like, it's just too far. You know, like the same reason we haven't gone down, they won't come up. You know what I mean? Like, what is that? Like, what kind of yeah. shit is down is, there? Is like, there like an, a fucking Atlantis down there, right? Like, remember remember several years ago, they came out with that 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 video clip where it was like a mermaid? Yeah. You see that? Mm-hmm. And, and they were they were down in some like submarine type vehicle. Um, Yeah, dude, I, I don't know. You know what's funny, man? It's like um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, that the, the astrophysicist, mm-hmm. he said that the Earth. So e- even though we have you know mountains as high as like Mount Everest, and we have depths of the sea that are several miles deep, if you would shrink the ball or shrink the Earth to the size of a cue ball, it would be just as smooth as a cue ball. Really? Yeah. Like so, like the so, like the depths of the ocean and the heights of the mountains, in in relation in to relation like the scope to of the like, size of the globe, doesn't matter. Oh wow! So you wouldn't Just even show you how like small ridges. Holy shit! It would be as smooth as a cue ball from a pool table. That's insane, dude. I mean, that's like holy fuck. That's like how small we are, but also. Yeah, I guess because that's also in relation to like the rest of the galaxy, I guess, is like his his, his. No, he said if you shrunk it down to the size of a cue ball and you were your your size like a human, yeah, and you, you were able to hold the earth in your hand, it would be as smooth as a cue ball. That's insane, bro. That's yeah, nuts. Dude, I, it's just this whole shit is just crazy to me, man. And I keep like thinking like, okay, yo, if you find these guys, like here comes a Hollywood movie next week. You know, again, it's gonna be fucking Mark Wahlberg trapped in a tube, you know, banging against a thing, yelling at the guy <laughs> in a Boston accent to get us to the office and <laughs> whatever the fuck on our ugly. And then um and then if they don't find them, I mean tragic and you probably never will. Like, you know, like if you don't even find a wreckage or if you do find this thing and it's at the bottom of the ocean somewhere, like you can't get it up, maybe you do. Dude, I wonder if what is like what happens when you don't. So, like, let's just say they go, okay, by Thursday they run run out of oxygen. Like, how long do you keep searching? And I, and again, it's I think this kind of goes back to these people are almost worth something, right? There's somebody, whether it's family or what have you, that is going. 
nah, we don't give a fuck. We want so-and-so back. Keep doing whatever you got to do. And we'll keep feeding you money. Like we'll keep paying. Like we don't you get the billionaire. You go like, yo, we'll fund the search. Right. What's, what's it going to be? A hundred million for a week? Yeah. Cool. We'll do Done. it. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's interesting because like, do you, do you, do you just want closure and you want the bodies back? Like you figure, or do you just hold on to hope? Like if we find them Friday, maybe they figured out a way to like make the oxygen last or. Right. Because the other thing too, man, oxygen goes really fast if you guys are in a panic. It is going to be oh my really God, hard yeah. to not be in a panic. And that's what I'm there. saying. I wonder if the Thursday is like, oh, they're just living down there normally. Or is it, you know, four or five panicked people within, you know, within that structure um, sucking up the oxygen. Yo, what's that like to be in that thing? Yeah, just knowing that, it's coming, bro. bro. I'll tell you this, man. When I was in, when uh, my wife and I went to Aruba several years ago. There was an excursion um, in a submarine, and I really wanted to do it. I can't remember why we didn't. I think we just kind of filled our time with other things. But I would have definitely done that. But it was not going to those depths. Right. Right? And and I don't think that I would want to go. Like, I don't give a fuck about the Titanic. And to me, that's one of those things where it's like, Ah, I got the money, right? Like, I just do it. It's kind of like going to the edge of space. It would be dope for me. I don't I don't have the money to do that. But it's still like you said, like I wouldn't pay the money to do this if I had it. Like I'm not that interested. Yeah, in right. I don't know that I would do right. I don't think that I would not even to pay. risk my life. Correct. And it's not only that, but like an experimental vehicle, right? Like it's not even a like a safe quote unquote way. Can you figure eventually we'll get there? Like well, there'll be like a safe way where you go, oh, okay, cool, I'll do it. It's an uncomfortable and it's a miserable trip, bro. It's like four hours there, four hours back. Oh, yeah. It takes, they're saying, because the whole thing is like eight days, bro. You're like three or four days going out to the ocean. Then it's like the day that you go to the site, it's an eight hour day. They're saying it's eight hours to get there and come back full. So they were oh, kind of waiting, God. hoping that by the end of the eight hours, maybe if this thing lost contact, they were hoping that it would just surface at the end of its thing. Like it would go do its thing. Maybe the communications are lost. They're like, fuck it, we're going to do it. And then we'll head back up at the end of the day. And it never surfaced, obviously. So like, fuck, dude. Eight hours and from. then obviously they're not this thing is like a, a a free flowing vehicle it can control itself like it's not tethered to anything no bro it's literally they, a, they can't a they can't like pull the fucking rope and they this go like, got an atari joystick controlling his bitch in there bro they, it's wild bro they got an atari joystick in there like a fucking android tablet and some other shit it's like the most yeah, minimal thing that, ever bro. and then it's a carbon fiber and a, a, something else in the house it's carbon fiber and something else that created the tube but it's tube i mean i don't know how else yeah. to describe it no the bro. story's crazy man i mean hopefully they find them bro but yeah yeah it's yeah. not yeah, you know I'll, what bro I'll, I'll, if you're one of these guys uh you're an explorer or or like this thrill seeker and you're these people you've lived a life like i don't know i do do you feel satisfied going out this way <laughs> like i don't know I yeah find it hard I, I i don't i don't, I don't, so. I don't know if that's the way that that, that i would want to go out but you know, obviously, all these things come with uh, come with risk. Yeah, and um, and when you're going, to, you know, two and a half miles down below the uh, below the ocean, I mean, yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck that, yeah, fuck, uh -huh. that, bro. Listen, I want to just explore some coral reefs. You know, I want to see sunlight, see some fish and some octopus, dude. When I was in Aruba, when we went, one of the places that they took us, there was a sunken ship. Oh. And it was probably, I don't know, man, maybe 100 feet down. Okay. That's still so deep. Nothing crazy. But still deep. But I remember sitting there, and we were kind of in like this open water area, and, and the tide was, was, was pretty rough. And I remember looking down and going like, oh, yeah, I see that ship. No desire to go down there, bro. Like, shit looked dark down there. Oh, you could see it from the surface? I could see it from the surface. Oh, wow. Okay. And it looked dark. And I was like, nah, no, no you interest, want, bro. Yeah, no, no interest. interest. And then we moved. We got back on the boat. We went to another place where there was like this coral reef. Amazing. Yeah. Like, absolutely amazing. And I, I was like, fuck this sunken ship. That's why it's over there. Leave that shit there. Yeah. I'll take the coral reef any day. Yeah, I think the like a regular sunken ship, no. I think if you if I saw something like, you know, some 16th or 15th century, you know, like, viking ship or pirate ship or you know earlier not i guess vikings would have had to have been you know 12th century or what whenever i don't even know what viking know. time was but like something like that would be kind of fucking fascinating the titanic i could see it being fascinating in terms of like the history but again i don't like it enough to go do that i'm not risking my life to go see it like if i could swim to it cool 
If not, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I don't want like, to. I'm good, bro. I don't want to. All right, man, let's, let's switch gears. Yeah, yo, man, you seen this teen? There was this uh, 15 year old kid that decided he wanted to be an X Man. Okay. Okay. And apparently, there is a Marvel character called Mercury. Have you heard of this guy? Yeah. You have? Yeah. Dude, when I when I saw the name, I was like, I have no idea what the fuck this guy is. So I need to pull up the picture. Of Mercury yeah, you need real to. Quick. So, fifteen-year-old kid decides he wants to be an X-Men, and, and in particular, he wants to be this Marvel character called Mercury. So, he decides he's going, and I'm assuming this is probably based on the comic. He decides he's going to inject Mercury into his arm three times. Okay. So, you. I was looking at this and I'm, and I'm going, where the fuck do you get mercury from? Where do you know that there's mercury? Uh, the first thing that came to mind was a, a thermometer. That's where he got it from, bro. So he extracted mercury from several thermometers and injected this shit into himself. What? But he doesn't die. Well, I mean, you eat fish, right? <laughs> you eat tuna? <laughs> you eat... <laughs> we have like the canned tuna, right? Dude, supposedly our fresh fish... It's right? like, uh, bro, it's like lethal doses of mercury are in like our fresh yeah. and then our, even our, like everybody assumes it's just saltwater fish, but even our fresh fish, it has something to do with some companies that used to do like coal mining and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but anyway, like, yeah, like <laughs> we have like lethal doses of mercury and all kinds of shit. It's, it's why uh, um, you get this like high level of psychosis and like mental disorders and disabilities with people who eat a lot of fish like over time there's like these studies that show that kind of shit where like yeah. people who have like high fish diets fresh or salt water oh yeah, yeah they they tend to suffer from like either mental disabilities or get progressively like more like i've heard i, I mean there's been studies i don't know if like how many like conclusive ones or because you know there's enough to say where we like we tell pregnant women not to have fish we won't give a fuck about everybody else <laughs> <laughs> dude i mean we 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 buy like the cans of tuna mm -hmm. in, in in my house and we don't eat the hell out of it but definitely yeah we definitely eat it on, on on occasion well this dude so so they ended up going to the hospital um they did some surgical procedure um to treat like the i guess they had like an ulcer and then it, it re to to reduce um the blood and urinary levels of mercury so they had to do that um, so he didn't get powers. So he didn't get any powers. <laughs> but come to find out, this dude has in the past encouraged spiders to bite him so he could be like Spider-Man. <laughs> dude, if that's your 15-year-old... Nah, he's a little retarded. <laughs> <laughs> he might have been eating fish long before he was injected. This is definitely one of them kids. So... My kids, you know, you know how when we was kids, we was like, and, and and I'm a little older than you, but you know, you call kids retard and shit like that, right? Like that's, which is really offensive. Now yeah. they call them sped, <laughs> which is like special <laughs> education, <laughs> because it's like the kids in school that get the special education. They're like, so that that's the insult now. It's like they're sped. You guys, oh, now they now, call them sped, sped. I've never heard this term. Me neither. It's the name of the pod. Speds. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but the guy, he, the kid did not die. He, he, he he's okay. He's, he's good to go. He's just a little slow until the next thing. Until yeah, until fucking. <laughs> so what's so, dude? So what is he is kills the... his parents so he can be Batman? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna go there. <laughs> I was thinking more like you know shoving knives into his into his fucking wrist to be like Wolverine or oh you know it'll be some like what's the next because this oh, kid fuck clearly, yeah at fifteen you got to know better yeah yeah so like there's clearly you something know off. Oh man, yeah no not 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 this guy bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he's alive, but holy shit, bro, bro. Did you see uh, Marlon Wayne's? Yo, I heard. So, what is? I heard the story, and he and I and I saw him on social media just going after United Airlines. United Airlines, and, and I know he. I thought about like you, thing. bro, because you know you always got some shit with some airlines. Fuck these airlines, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but United got a got a got a 
got a reputation. Is United the one that yeah. fucked up that dude not that long ago? Like oh, a couple what? years back, remember they fought the guy, uh, they beat the shit out of the guy and then to get him off the plane. It was like a big headline, bro. I, I remember, remember I just remember me on social media getting like a, I had a filter with a black eye and I just put <laughs> just flew United. <laughs> <laughs> No, so he he went on United, um, and I guess his carry-ons. He had, um, I guess, what the what the what the person at at the gate um, deemed as too many bags. Okay. So to comply, he consolidated the bags. Well, then the same person told him, "Oh, okay. Well, now those are too big. You got to check those." Oh, fuck that! So now he's so now he's pissed. Yeah. Right, so he's just like, yeah, and you guys are being dicks. Um, but and what ended up happening was he ended up getting like pulled off the plane. Um, or I don't, I don't even know if he ever made it on the plane, but he got pulled off of like he didn't end up getting on the flight and cited for disturbing the peace because he was sort of arguing back with them. And obviously, he went on social media and was like, yo, United, you got to do better. Yeah. You know, like I was trying to comply, and then the guys to me, you know, at the secondary part of it, he's just being an asshole. Dude, they was so and and so to finish that one off, he had like some sold out shows at an improv in Kansas City, mm-hmm. and then so he's seeking like compensation and apologies from United Airlines. He ended up going on was it Delta uh, American? I think it's American. American. I saw yeah, I, I, saw, right. I saw him yeah. think to some American Airlines about like oh this is how you take care of your guests or whatever. Right, 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 right. But there's another one, another one man that was uh similar to this. There's an Australian woman that got fined by her airline. So she had a bag that was too heavy. Okay. Have you ever had this before? Because me, as a family of five, I've had a situation happen to me before. Bag was too heavy. So you end up, you know, even when you pay to check a bag, it only can be a certain weight. Right. If it's over the weight, then you get charged more. Yeah, you got to, yeah. So what she did was she broke open the bag and she tried to put on the clothes. Not tried. She put on the clothes. I've seen people do this shit at the airport all the time. Dude, she put on 12 pounds. Let's go. Of clothes. That's committed to the 12. <laughs> Bro, I've seen people at airports sick and shit off putting it on. I've seen that yeah. too, but not, In 12 not to this. Pounds. Yeah. So 12 pounds of clothes, bro. She t- <laughs> That's like three pairs of mom jeans or some shit like that. Like that. <laughs> But she had a fucking like an eighty minute flight. She had to put it on. The airlines still find her ass. It was only like it was like sixty five bucks. Where's she from? Where's the flight coming from? Australia. I don't know where it was going to. Okay. No, I was gonna say but it's like it was an Australian. It's like fuck the Bronx. It's like that's Tim's. <laughs> like the <laughs> just put your Tim's back in. <laughs> just. <laughs> So no man, I mean, and and the woman was kind of like in good spirits because she had on like oh she had on a fucking you know probably fifteen pounds of clothes. Hilarious. Um, but she still got fined sixty five dollars for that. It didn't didn't even matter. They weigh her because I know there's airlines now that weigh people, and I think Australia is starting to do that. I wonder if they're weighing humans, and if you're over a certain amount, they hit charge a surcharge. It's fucking hilarious, <laughs> dude. That's not bad for those. Um, you know, you know, you get big people that sit in the in the in the in the. Uh, Boy, do I, bro? You and I had a flight once. When <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't. I, I wasn't with you. That's when you was. We were sitting apart. Like we were sitting apart, bro. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I got at the aisle across from you, and I don't know if you remember, but the guy that was nope. sitting next. To... <laughs> <laughs> Let me go ahead and say no. That's another story for another time. <laughs> That's episode one thousand. <laughs> but this this guy, bro, was one of the biggest human beings I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> bro, it was comically bad. Like I'm literally against the window, like this. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a it was one of those aisles with 22 seats it wasn't even oh, three like yeah, you yeah. had an aisle with three with three yeah, yeah and i had an aisle with two and i had the window seat and the guy the the like i couldn't put the thing down like he was literally in my seat and i literally had the space maybe a foot so where he's, i had he's to in the my middle seat no oh, no there is only it's 22. only two it's only two dude he took up both 
the whole way. And then he like tried to pretend scoot a little bit, but he couldn't really scoot. Dude, I might have had a foot maybe that I was supposed to sit in. I spent the entire flight, bro. <laughs> My legs are up against the window like this, like all squished up. Like luckily it was only like a 45 minute. I think we're going to Salt Lake. Check the YouTube video, people. Oh my You'll god. I was that. literally like this against the window, bro. And what made it funnier is I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> you and I were and I wasn't laughing at the dude. It was just we were having a good time in the airport in Vegas. <laughs> and i couldn't stop laughing and i'm looking over at you and i'm hysterically laughing because you're like in the middle seat with the i'm in the middle two. seat yeah and i'm falling asleep, and you're falling asleep and i'm leaning on the guy <laughs> next to me and you're like trying to cuddle and shit with the dude and i'm like hysterically laughing bro like i can't control it and i think he thinks i'm laughing at how big he is <laughs> and i'm not but then i realize that's probably what he thinks so, so it makes even more me laugh funny. more <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember going like, yo, this is crazy. Like he should have had the like he should have had an aisle to himself. Like yeah. he, as uncomfortable as I was, he had to be pretty damn uncomfortable too. I mean, he was, he was <laughs> bro, I, I, without exaggerating, he had to be six, seven hundred pounds. Like I don't even no, think it's an over exaggeration. No, I, dude, four hundred was four hundred. No. Absolutely not, bro. Seven hundred, at bro? least, bro. He was like Dude, he would belong on a like TV show. Four people. Yeah, he belonged on a TV show, bro. He was yeah. like Jabba the Hut esque. <laughs> like, I'm not even sure how he got up to let me in. It was so crazy, bro. Like, I, I tell you, I've never seen a human that big. Oh, oh so hold on. So, so you get on. So, so he's you, already. Do in you remember? He, you get on the plane. He's already in the seat. You get to the aisle. You realize you're sitting next. Yeah, to this and I'm like, dude. dude, somewhere that way, there's supposed to be another chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like E14. Have you seen E14? And you're like, nope, not here. It's been consumed. And he was the sweetest guy. He was nice about it. But I mean, he got up. Uh, fuck, dude. I I'm almost, he couldn't even fit in the aisle. Like I'm almost positive he had to walk sideways on the aisle. Like it was bad, bro. I've never like he was huge, man. Like huge, and it was like I just remember going like this is comically bad. Like this is crazy, and like and then just then I just couldn't stop laughing about the whole thing. So it was the funniest <laughs> flight I've ever had. Like oddly, it was it wasn't even a bad experience flying. It was so damn funny <laughs> that I couldn't even call it like a shitty experience. <laughs> I was falling asleep the whole damn flight. I just remember I kept I kept waking up, and and I was like, oh man, this guy's pissed. And I remember asking you like, bro, did you see the guy? You're like, nope. I'm like, how did you not see the guy, bro? Like yo, the plane was popping wheelies the whole way down the tarmac. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god man what a time <laughs> oh that's dope man. dude airlines but yo going to like his thing i have seen these guys take their job like way too serious where i've seen you know these things where they'll be like hey condense that or hey we'll have to go check it here we'll take it for you like even for somebody like me they'll be right. like hey it's over now we're gonna have to check it down like here here's your tag we'll go take it whatever right. blah, blah. like that's shitty fucking service. Like he he he's got a point. Like I mean, I don't know how he behaved if he was an asshole about it or whatever. But if he's saying he did what they said and they still did that, like, but at the end of the day, like it's up to you to offer service to like somebody. Like you're not supposed to make their life more difficult. Like if he made an honest attempt at like, yo, let me empty this bag and do this whole thing, then you could be like, hey, sorry man, it's still over. We're gonna check it. We're gonna put it down there. Like we'll take care of it. Like I'm sure it would have been fine. But like you get these and like some of these guys think they own the airline, and they're just like assholes about that shit yeah, just bro. like it, it's so i think you get such inconsistent service and i think that's what pisses people off more like with airlines like you get such and, and i know some of that is in you're in an industry that so much is out of is out of your control because of like regulations that are like legal yep. and so but i think you you just get this weird armor service where it's like it's so inconsistent from the same airlines where you get just some amazing people and then you get some people who like just don't give a fuck about their job or some people who act like they get paid what they get paid. Like you're just like, okay, bro. Like it's just, it's strange. Dude, and it, it is, it is, it is precisely the reason why when you typically, if you can find somebody or some place that gives you like really good service, mm -hmm. but you pay a little bit more, you don't mind paying it I because you just go, you know what? Like I know my shit's going to be taken care of and I know I'm going to have a good experience and I'm willing to pay that extra money just for that, like the comfort of knowing that 
I'm going to be fine. Dude, it's my beef with like, you know, like the budget airlines with like the Frontiers and the Spirits where oh, I yeah. go, like, I much rather fly Delta or an American and everybody's like, oh, but it was like 400 versus the 200. And I go, no, no, dude, your checked bag, your backpack, your whatever. After you tagging all these fees, you're spending $350 anyway. There's a $50 difference because the American or the Delta flight includes your carry on and a checked bag right. and whatever else. It's like, and even if it didn't, like you said, there's just the service. I'm like, I'll pay it. Like, I just know that I'm going to get better service, more comfort. I'm going to get there on time, probably. Like, I'm just like, I- I'll just take that. Like, I absolutely will pay for better service. You almost don't mind it in some places. Like, you almost expect no, it. No, definitely and you go, not. Dude, like, think about Publix here, like the supermarket. We all know it's significantly more expensive than anywhere else you could go. It's a great shopping experience. It is. I've never had a shit experience at Publix, bro. <laughs> ever. Like, ever. You go, no, I know I'm paying more than anywhere else, but you go, it's always an awesome shopping experience. I very rarely wait in a line to pay. And also, like, if you know people that work for Publix, you know it's a great employer. So I think that plays into it, too, because you know people who work for them, and you're like, no, they treat their employees well. Right. They, t- You know, like, like they're well compensated, well bent, like, they give them good benefits, they give them a lot, like, and you just go... No, I know my money's going towards that. Like, I'm fine. Dude, I've ne- I, don't, I can't say that I've ever been in a Publix where the employees have been rude. It doesn't exist. I mean, either, bro. Dude, think about Publix and, like, Chick-fil-A. And I know we talk about that on here. Oh, Chick-fil-A. yeah. You true. never get treated. Like, do you, you could just tell how a company treats its employees by how they treat, you know, like, the customers. It's like, yeah. you've never, I've never been treated shitty at a Publix, ever. Or anyway, or or a Chick Fil A, and there's a couple of businesses like the, like we were talking earlier about like insurance companies. Like I love my insurance company just because the 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 easiness of the app and the thing. But and anytime I've ever spoken to anyone there, I'm like, it, they made me feel like I was the only person I took care of that day, and that they were there to sort of serve me and that stuff. And I'm like, fuck, I know I'm paying more, but that's why I'm paying more. And it's like, dude, not for nothing, man. And that and that even goes to even leadership, man. So so that just rang a bell for me. Uh, this week I got to meet. Um, like the the new VP, mm-hmm. um, um, like that that sort of over over our area. One of the first things she said was, "Hey, you know, my name is so and so, and I work for you." And I was like, "Wow!" I Good. go, I go. That is, that is, we like that is. If if you were gonna open something with that as a leader, I go. The, what better fucking phrase to say? Hit it that? out of the park for the first yeah, interaction. The first yeah. interaction is like, Good I, work, for I work for you. Good for her, man. And I'm like that. And I go, you know what? From from here, at least until you prove me wrong, right? But from here forward, you have my benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, it's funny, man, you say that. That's, um, I've been asked like a handful of times by like uh like like people that sort of mentored and stuff. Yeah. And um like while they were getting into management or maybe were thinking about it in the future and they've always been like, uh, you know, like and and like one of the most consistent pieces of advice that I've ever given is like you work for them. It's like you if you keep that in mind as a manager that you work for them and not vice versa, you're gonna be fine. Yeah. Like uh, like the minute you start to think like they work for you, you're in trouble. Like it, it's 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 almost it's like management 101 where you've seen the books on it but it's so few people like actually practice it and say it and like follow through with it and like it's like you're only as good as your people and it's like you said when when somebody goes out of their way like to have that introduction to, you know because some people could take the opposite thing like they're going in there and they might have this ego of like hey i'm being brought in to like you know whether fix, fix it or, or whatever, whatever. Yeah. and they could come in with this you know braggadocious or grandiose thing and try to make their presence felt and all that but to do that it's like immediately disarming it, 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 it almost really like is. disarms like any uncertainty anything you felt about like oh what's going to happen in our department or this and that and you get and not only do you get someone who says that who you're like okay it, it almost immediately sort of disarms you but then you just go like you said oh this person has a benefit of the doubt like what uh like just to, to like earn that sort of respect in the first interaction yeah is yeah like that, that that's awesome man he's like you just don't forget those types of no no man. no and, and and it was it was almost immediately going like okay now i'm gonna now i'm gonna break my ass for you yeah right like i'm gonna like i'm gonna do what i need to do to make sure that that we're successful because of that because i because i know you have that mindset like that is that 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 was that was dope dude the the way to rest your ego like that man is like or not really like, like just to set your ego aside <clears throat> to even do that is yeah, it just says a lot in itself, man. Yeah, no, it really does. So it's crazy. Talk to me about this uh, 17 years traveling on a 
Hack Devin. Yo, did you, <laughs> bro? This dude, like, I, I think this was. Um, right, I want to get his name because I want to get it right. But this dude, um, so essentially, he figured out a way to hack a credit card. Okay. And the way he would hack the credit card was, he he figured out a way to make the credit card every time you swiped it, it would put just the right amount on it that you needed to cover that transaction. So he figured out this workaround that it would sort of trick the system into thinking that he had just enough on there to cover that transaction or the, or the card would just put that balance and he would swipe it and it would go away. And then he would, so like all this other kind of stuff that he did, but he 17 years, he got around, he got out with using his hacked debit card and they gave him the exact amount of money that he needed for any purchase he ever wanted. So he finally got Get caught. Get the fuck out of here. And where is this? He, oh, he is in... This is here. So this is the financial times. Let me get, let me get you the exact place. Yeah. He doesn't say, he just says 17 years using a hack debit card that made him give the exact same amount. That's crazy, bro. What a ride. <laughs> that's a, that's a fucking great scam. Let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about this one. This is not a really a scam. This is uh there was a, there was a surgeon in, uh, in Germany. Okay. And he was recently fired. So the guy was doing a, a uh, or performing a toe amputation. Oh, shit. And I guess there was a lack of staff that day. So this dude pulls in the uh, hospital cleaner, like the fucking janitor. Okay. And he tells the guy, you know, hey, hold, the, hold this guy's leg and then pass me these instruments so I can do so I can do what I got to do. Huh. Yeah, it's good. Fuck it. <laughs> good news is no complications to the patient. Surgery went off without a hitch. It was good to go. So what is he in trouble for? Because he used, because he didn't use a qualified person to, hold to a leg. assist him huh. in a surgery. Not just to hold a leg, right? But I'm like, if you're this, if you're this, this, this like hospital cleaner, like, did this guy stay like in a like in a Holiday Inn Express last night? Yo, you know what I mean. If he's going like, yo, I performed a surgery. <laughs> I performed a surgery last night. What are you talking about? Yo, for real. Doctor was like scalpel. I'm that like, yep, yep. I seen this in I the. Got, I seen this sure? on TV. Yeah, <laughs> you sure? <laughs> like, I think this one looked bigger. <laughs> pulling out random shit. But they fucking they 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 fired the surgeon. Yeah, yeah. They fight. What about man. the cleaner? What's up? Does he get to stay? I mean, <laughs> he probably got a raise. He got a, <laughs> he got a promotion, dude. Because yo, if you know, and this is, and we, you know, we've been in in, in situations where you're kind of like the low guy on a totem pole, mm -hmm. right? If if you're in a hospital and you're the you're the guy cleaning up, and a doctor calls you in for help, do you not go? Absolutely, you go. I also think. Listen, man, I, and, and maybe I feel different if this is me or a family member or whatever. But, like, do you want him to carry it on by himself? Or would you rather him go, I need fucking help to do this, do it right, and I'm going to go grab somebody? Like, But then do you do you begin the surgery if you don't have the personnel in place? What if you? it's like the toe or the foot? You know what I mean? Like, what if it's one of these scenarios? I got. Oh, well, like, like you had to. Yeah, do Yeah, you had to do it now, or you had to do it whatever. Yeah, or like, what if it's a life saving thing? Are you like, do you give a fuck? Or you're just like, bro, I just need you to hand me shit and hold them down when I ask you to. Like, no medical training required. Like, because yo, you're not for nothing. Yep. But you know, we give doctors shit for being like arrogant and stuff like that. And a lot of them are. Like, I've met plenty. And and, and dude, you know, not for nothing. You should be. Yeah. No. Fuck. Listen. That. You should. You be. if you spend that kind of time yeah. too. But I, I think the arrogance from them comes from like the the like I think and and this and actually I shouldn't sing a lot of doctors. I think anybody who's in a a, a a a sort of like a a field that requires like a high schooling and high education all that stuff. They're really good at that. They just assume they know everything. Yeah. Like outside of their field. Right? Like I've met doctors that think they can be fucking astronauts, and you're just like. <laughs> Bro, just cut toes. Like, that's what you do. Like, cut toes. Like, just settle down. Like, so they just assume they're smart at fucking everything. Like, okay, okay. But to be, and like you said, I think you but should I be, want I be you arrogant to be, as fuck. Yeah, about. I want you to be arrogant about that I thing. want you to be, dude, there's a, there's whatever space a you're bunch in. of professions. I want you to be cocky in. Lawyers and doctors are two of them. Like, I want you to be confident as 
fuck if yeah, you're yeah, representing yeah. me as a lawyer or if you're a doctor. Like, and to me, I go to set your ego aside to go like, I'm just going to get this guy who cleans to help me with this surgery. Because you could have been like, oh, you're not qualified to hold a leg. You know, like some of these guys right, get like really right. sort of like, they don't humble themselves enough to go like any, but to go like, yeah, I got to get this shit done. Who the fuck is available? Yeah. It's like scalpel. Which one's that? Yo, Jose. Oh, the one with the, the, the blade. Come pass me the knives. <laughs> <laughs> Why gotta be Jose, bro? Why Even gotta in be Germany, like the cleaners are Latino, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you. So actually, maybe it's an Eastern European. It's like, <laughs> or get, somebody whose last a, name only has hand me that Johan. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, it's, it's, or that is somebody whose last name is all consonants. Like it's fucking. It's, <laughs> <laughs> not a vowel in sight <laughs> you're just like but fuck it man i feel like if you pulled it off and you pulled it off right i'm not mad at you like if i wake up and, and the toe's still gone like it was supposed to be and you pulled it off and they're like yo he called in like a cleaner i'd be like no and and as far as the the the, the person that the, the patient they're good to go yeah it, it went off successfully no complications so i think from that perspective it's it's good to go i think the the hospital had a had a problem with him calling in someone who wasn't qualified yo i'm trying to think of a, like as someone who's like interviewed a lot of people and i've you know like obviously you can tell people have been fired you can tell people have quit you know a lot of times um I feel like if I was interviewing this guy and I had the question and he said like oh, I brought in I, I would have to hear him out like I would have to hear his reasoning if he was just like yo I had to I had to do the surgery I had to get the job done like you know whatever blah, blah, blah. there's only one person available I grabbed them I don't know that this is an offense that keeps me from hiring them I'd be like bro you can't do that here unfortunately like but I don't know that it stops me like I feel like in in, in some ways do you fire him though what, what if it's the what if it what if he's done it and and it's against policy. Do I you have what to fire is, him? Is you almost have to to save face. Right. Right. So it's like this double-edged sword. Like I have to fire him if he already works for me, probably. Okay. Um, you know, the, the, I, I guess there's like some rules that are probably like non-negotiables and maybe you absolutely have to do this like for the reputation of the hospital, right? And, and so you probably have to, but I go as someone who's doing a hiring, I'm probably going like, hey, you can't do that here, but I respect what you did and I understand the whys. And, and who knows? Right. So he might, might just so done you might still hire him. Right. Have you been in situations where you have a really good employee and they fucked up, but their work historically has been impeccable? Yes. Do you still fire them? No. No? No. I, and I've gone to bat and, for And I was going to say, so what does HR, so in those situations, what has HR said? And then what have you done to to go like? No, I'm not having that. I have personally literally been in situations like that where I would say, you can fire me and then you can fire them. Like when I'm gone, you do whatever you want. But like, I'm not letting them go. And then like, and I'll defend them to like, hey, this is why, you know, like they did what they did or blah, blah, blah. Or like, you know, speak to their record. Hey, normally they're like on point. I'm willing to let this one go. Like I'll talk to them. I'll, you know, like depending on the situation. I've also had to fire people, man, who were did okay at their job were very likable people but were were shitty like made a big like a big mistake and you're just oh, like okay, okay. i can't keep you around like i can't defend it because you go and it's almost like not not only just to save face as an organization as a company but as a department you almost have to like protect your reputation amongst like the rest of the company gotcha. and so i've been in scenarios where i'm like i had to let someone go because i'm going who was like nice and you're like the beloved in the department but and everyone knew that we're kind of like subpar at their job. Right. Then they had like a major fuck up where I'm like, I can't even. You can't then like, right. And and those are hard because you go like, man, I like you. Like there's like firing people is never fun, right? But like, there's some people who come kind of almost make it easy on you. Like they're almost assholes to yep. the very end. And then there's some people where you're just like begging them, like help me, help you, man. Like I just like you know right. they do stuff. Give me but, something. Give me some. But I've absolutely been in scenarios where people have been like, you got to let them go, and I'm like, no. Like no, and I did that a lot during COVID, a lot during really? COVID. Yeah, man. During uh, during for various reasons, some of them were yep, like that, yep. but then some of them were like, you know, people refusing to come back, you know, for whatever, and they had their own reasons. And I'm like, no, I'm leaving them home. And it would just be like, no, the company policy is not. Everybody has to be in the office. I'm like, I'm not bringing them back in. Like, and I just and I stuck to it. Like, I'm like, I'm not. Like, there's certain things where like I'm going, like I'll die on that hill. Like I'm fine. Like I'll, I'm willing to die on a hill. And if I had to go to another job interview because I got let go, I have no problem explaining why I did what I did. Yeah. Like, uh, um, to, and I'm sure you were confident in that the work was going to be done anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I think, which is which at the, at the end of the day, right, is what matters. Yeah. Like I'm not sticking up for you if you're not. 
if I think if you're not worth it, right? Like if you're someone, like you said, like I'm like, oh, you know, like it's gonna be hard to defend you. But like if it's, it's like some people have impeccable records and you're just like, no, I'm I'm, I'm no, like I'm I'm not I'm not letting them go. Like and I've been man, I'm trying to just off the top of my head, like you're saying that. I think I think a I can think of two or three times a time where I was either told to fire someone or I've been part of organizations, man, who have wanted me to like I wasn't the one doing the firing, but I was like almost like an HR sort of like witness of like, okay. hey, would you come in and just say this? Like we're building a case. And I'm like, nah, I don't want anything to do with that. Like, and um, just, yeah, because of that. Cause I'm like, nah, that, that person's like great. Like yeah. 99.9% of the time. And they fucked up this time. Like, I'm just yeah. not. And, and, and this yeah, fuck I'm up wasn't big that. enough. Yeah. And I'm good with that. I'm like, I'm going to live by that. Like, I'm, 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 listen, man, we're not, uh, people, everybody doesn't get you treated equal, man. Like, we're not all created equal. Like, <laughs> you know, some people give, like, uh, you give them a longer leash than others. Like, yeah. I think people earn the right to do that, man. Absolutely. Bro. Yeah. All right, man. Well, how are we doing on time? Yo, we're an hour already in. This shit flew, God bro. Damn. I spent 30 minutes talking about herself. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Um, let's close off on this one, man. I got to hit you it. up on this story. Right let's here. go. This guy snapped his penis in three places. So mine hurts just for the for the men out there. I mean, and and for any anybody that's in a, that's even in, in in medical, you know that the penis is not a bone. It's 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 muscles. Yeah, a muscles, tendons, full of blood, right? Yeah. <laughs> And and I'm not gonna go into um, what actually broke because I can't pronounce these fucking things. <laughs> but a vast difference. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it this was this happened to an Indonesian man, and um, it happened during sex, and he heard it snap. Okay, so what I will tell you is that he tore the tissue that allows you to get an erection. Okay, so the okay. one that's like like attached no, no, to like like, your pelvic. No, there's region. like three. Okay, there's there, there's like three. I guess uh, three run from like pieces your abdomen of, to your penis, like those. No, so I think it's like from what I saw, it looked like it was actually in like in the penis, and it was like there's like there's like three there's like three things. So he broke, like he sort of snapped these tissues in in three places. Now, this is what I want to know: what position was he in? Yeah, for an Asian dude. No, 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 no. I want you. I know. You know. I want you to. Guess. I know. Okay, so I got to think about this. He's yeah. Asian, so he's not that well, he's deep. Indonesian. Yeah, the Indonesian. So yeah, so that, that's yeah. in that's in Asia, right? So, so he's like, fuck, man. Somebody's riding him. Okay. What position? Reverse cowgirl. Ah! Did I get it right? Let's fucking ding, 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 ding. I'm just trying to think of the one. If you got a short dick, it's a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> bro, reverse cowgirl is like... And it bends back and they yeah, slap falling and everything. <laughs> reverse cowgirl is the most scariest position <laughs> known to fucking man. That's the one on, on every down. You're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, are you trying to try to sneak the hand in there to push it and keep it straight? <laughs> no. Instead, you're fucking adjusting your pelvis to fucking maneuver and go like, okay, just in case, just I can I can just pull it out. <laughs> fucking thought that's the most dangerous position alive, bro. Dude, that fucking one. So, oh my god, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, apparently, oh shit, there's been like studies on this shit, and there is a there's been a thirty eight percent increase in such a condition of like snapping these tissues where in since from twenty fourteen to twenty twenty. Okay, okay. Doctors speculate. That the increase in the use of erectile dysfunction drugs, such as like Viagra and Cialis and all of that other shit, oh, you're too has hard? contributed to these types of conditions. So you're too hard. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so almost having to flex yeah. at that angle. <laughs> right. You don't want to be too it. hard. You right, don't right. want to be too hard. Oh. Huh. <laughs> Man. 
fuck, bro. Yo, that's they should throw that in. We can't the, win. You know, you can't win for shit, bro. Win. They should ah. throw that. You know, in the commercial where it'd be like all the side effects of the drug, and then oh, really quickly they read the fine print. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, "Go snap your dick off a of reverse cargo." <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, "Hold on, hold on, wait. What did that say?" <laughs> <laughs> Use the drug man experience, with it. you know, they just go like yep. super fast. You'd be like, no, nah, baby, no reversing today, no reverse today. I'm too hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you would think the opposite. Like, I'd be like, that's the time you kind of want to because you know you can sort of maintain that. Like, yeah, five. that's a difficult position, bro. That's a, that's, that's level five. You can't, <laughs> like, you can't I'm pull not, that off. I'm not there. I'd be like, I'm impressed. I'm, I'd be like, nah, man, turn around. No, the Asian dude. <laughs> Turn around. I mean, like, about nah, face. Turn around. <laughs> 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 about face. <laughs> Yo, not for nothing, bro. I when you said during that time frame and the why, I literally thought you were gonna say it had something to do with the um fucking the, COVID. No ass, like the butt implants. I don't know why. Oh. Like when you said 2014 and 2020, I'm like, oh, this must be like the Brazilian butt lift, like a uh, 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 whole epidemic there. Like everybody keeps getting oh, these butt injections that. and all this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And then people are just like, nah, I want it from that. You know what I mean? Like, or the whole like the whole novelty of like, I guess showing off your ass if you're a girl. Right. Or like admiring one if you're a guy. And that wrote, like, I thought that's what your excuse was going to be was like, oh, was that? I would have never guessed like that it had anything to do with like a Viagra. Viagra that's or like fucking any, 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 Cialis or like, that shit. That's crazy, bro. So like, you can be yo. We can't catch a break, bro. For real, man. I, then I tell we you last week. I tell you, I tell you the that dads, guys, we get fucked. We get fucked, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, bro. Yo, on that, tell them where they can find us. Uh, not on Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> not in the cowgirl yeah. position. Yeah, not not in the reverse cowgirl. <laughs> or the reverse cowgirl position. <laughs> only, 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 only regular cowgirl for these folks. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not already following us at the Carbon Food Podcast on IG, Carbon FP Pod on Twitter, the Carbon Food Podcast on TikTok, uh, the Carbon Food Podcast on Facebook, and then all your favorite uh, listening platforms: Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Geo Savvy, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, uh, TuneIn, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, um, all of it, man. We're, we're everywhere, man. So hit us up. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. I should probably do that at the beginning of the video. I keep forgetting, um, <laughs> but but do that and uh, a shout out to, to to you guys for leaving comments and and liking and giving us suggestions and dropping texts and emails and all that and uh yeah com- comment on the drink comment on the video um yeah yeah the, the, the shout out to you guys for the support man the drink is fire so i, I better i better just see all positive comments on that unless you guys don't really like t- tasting the, the the actual liquor this one is is phenomenal if you like a old-fashioned definitely got to try this one and this as always great. We appreciate you guys, and we will see you next week. See you next week. Hey, bye.